Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. excited to be here with you today. We are going to chat about desire. I love this topic and I have a few notes here to chat about desire, but then I'm just going to riff and see what the Akash wants to bring through. So get ready, buckle up. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth when I'm channeling and I love it. I always end up with something that is soul affirming and soul expanding. So let's go for this ride together. Okay. So I talk about going for your desire all the time, all the time. Allow your desire to lead. And why do we do this? Why do we want our desire to lead? Because we get so caught up in doing things that we're supposed to do, doing things that we have to do, getting caught in shoulds, being required to do certain things, right? In order to be a good person, in order to be worthy, in order to make somebody happy, in order to make enough money so we don't lose our job. It's usually coming from like a fear-based perspective or an attachment of a certain identity or role that we view ourselves as. So it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a good mom, then I should do this, right? Rather than I desire to do this as a mom, it feels really good, right? And so our desires are placed on our hearts for a reason. And spirit is giving us all different desires all the time because I am not necessarily meant to desire what my next door neighbor is desiring and vice versa. And that's what makes us unique. And that's what makes collaboration and coming together and doing this life together so much fun because we get to learn all these different nuances of being human and how we each uniquely express divine energy because we all do. And it's all of us together that help fulfill the purpose of the planet, the purpose of our reasons for being here, our soul's reasons for being here on this planet at this time. So the interesting thing is that I was meditating the other day and doing some journaling and just thinking about this whole desire thing. And honestly, this this concept was sparked by reading the book, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, which is absolutely fantastic. It's mind-blowing. And I, I definitely encourage you to read it because it really helps you understand that surrender is actually, well, it's hard to say because it's simple, but it's super complicated as well. Like there's so many layers to surrender and we start by surrendering our egos. Then we surrender to our desire, right? And we say, okay, I'm going to 
give in to my desire and allow it to guide, allow it to guide me, allow it to lead me because I trust it and I trust God and I trust the universe and I trust my heart and I trust who I am and where I'm naturally led. Okay. So that's a big piece of it. But um, that's only one layer. It actually keeps going deeper and deeper than that. And it, it feels really scary to surrender. I'm not going to lie. I know that it's felt really scary for me to surrender. And as I read this book, a big part of me was like, oh, shit, do I have to surrender this much? Because I really don't know if I'm going to surrender as much as this dude. <laughs> because it's like, wow, impressive, impressive the level of surrender that he does. Um, and it's not a description of somebody who's, you know, living in a monastery for his entire life and just talking about surrender. That's very different than somebody who this guy, Michael Singer, is fully living in the world and actually didn't even intend to, wanted to kind of stay in the woods and just meditate for his entire life and ended up just receiving everything that came into his path, right? Surrendering to whatever life brings him knowing that whatever life brings him is a gift, a message, a lesson, um, and a next step from the universe. So um, it's really cool because he ended up fully being in the world, being a businessman, being in a relationship, being very, very connected, running a spiritual community. None of this was his his egoic desire, his human desire, but it was a soul desire, and he was just responding to the pulls from the universe. So um, it's really fascinating to see somebody who's able to find harmony and balance with this concept of deep, deep layered surrender and still live a full human life, right? Because that's what a lot of us will say. It's like, well, yeah, it's really easy to, to follow desire and to just listen to your soul's tug when you're sitting in a freaking, you know, in, in the mountains meditating for months. You know what I mean? But it's like, how do we do this when we're actually in the world and connecting with other humans and, you know, X, Y, and Z, the list goes on. So what came up from reading this book was this concept of like, I'm just going to read you a couple of these things that I wrote down. I talk about going for your desires all the fucking time, but maybe we have it wrong because there's a big difference between the desires of your soul, which are literally tugging you forward to fulfill your soul's purpose and the desires we have as human beings, right? We know that one is spiritually led. We know that one is egoic. Okay. That's just the basic foundation here. But what we don't talk about is the challenges of following your desire as a human being, because even if we are following the tugs of our soul, right? following our soul's desire, we can still get, up, get caught up in the human attachment to the feeling of fulfilling that desire. So it's like, okay, I'm going to follow my soul's desire. My soul's desire wanted me to do this holistic mental health project. I did not necessarily want to as a human at first. I had resistance to it. And it took some time acclimating to this in my field for me to surrender to this request by the universe. Okay. But then if I get all excited about it and I think, oh my gosh, this feels awesome. Like this is actually becoming something because it's become its own animal, right? It's totally its own energy and its own entity that has nothing to do with me at all, right? Completely orchestrated by spirit. So this comes forward and I start to realize, wow, this is becoming its own animal. This is becoming, wow, this is really powerful. Oh my goodness. This is life-changing. Wow. I get all excited about it, right? 
And then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, what could this become? And what could this look like? And what does this mean? And blah, 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 blah. We then start getting our egos involved. We start attaching to it. We start connecting to what if this turns into that? And what's the next step? No, 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 no. Right? Let's come back, Laura Mazzotta, right? And I'm not doing this with my Holistic Mental Health Project right now, FYI. I'm simply just sharing this as an example because it came up and I'm riffing. But that's a perfect example of how our minds can start getting attached to the outcome and attached to what's this going to look like and what do I have to do next, right? Because we get a dopamine hit. Every time we follow and we feel desire and we feel desire fulfilled, Our brains receive a dopamine hit. And that's the same thing that happens when we look at a screen first thing in the morning or any time, honestly. That's what happens when we're impulsive or when we go, you know, get drunk, we get a big dopamine hit, right? We also get a lot of other chemicals because it's a depressant. However, especially uppers, you know, if you're taking something that's like an upper, like an Adderall or something like that, right? That's really going to be a dopamine hit. If we go and purchase something that we've really, really wanted, that's a dopamine hit. Okay? And then we want more. Our brains are naturally designed to want more of that dopamine. And so that's why getting on our screens can be addictive. Because we get that dopamine hit and then we, our brains naturally get called back to checking my phone. Oh, let me just see if what the weather is. Let me just see what this is. Let me just see because our brains are craving that dopamine hit. So even if we are following our soul's desires, we can get caught up in the human attachment to the feeling of fulfilling that desire. And that then creates a feedback loop that can interfere with our alignment. We can actually make desire something that gets lost in the human sauce, right? Something that kind of ends up running away from us because we get attached to it. This is why I curb my excitement intentionally. That doesn't mean that I don't allow myself to feel it. I give myself my moment. I'm very, very intentional about my celebration because in the past I wasn't. In the past, I would celebrate something for like two seconds. And then I'd be like, all right, now I got to go because um, somebody signed up for this program and I got to make sure they get what they want, right? I got to go put my nose to the grindstone and make sure this is perfect so that they are receiving everything that they need, right? That's attachment. And then I set rules for myself temporarily to get back into a different vibration and into alignment, which is I'm giving myself a minimum of 24 hours to celebrate before I go do the thing, before I plan, before I think, before I analyze and get attached, right? Then it extended to 72 hours. Then it extended to a week and the list goes on, okay? So it's allow yourself to feel the excitement. Get really intentional about your celebration. Orchestrate it for yourself if you have to. But then you return to your peace, You return to your alignment because ultimately that is what our soul desires. That is what connects us to universal intelligence. And that is what our nervous system needs to be in a space of fully open receptivity to appreciate and accept the soul desire without attachment. 
And in the past, I think this is what I was processing as I was doing this. Because in the past, I would return to depression or self-deprecation because I don't think I understood this concept and what was happening. Like I would get really, really, really excited. It's almost like it's it's not a full like manic depressive cycle, but it almost feels like that. And that's very human. We're used to, we're meant to go up and down. We're meant to have this polarity, right? But it can feel like, oh, I get really, really excited and then I crash. I get really, really excited and then I crash, right? Instead of, oh, okay, great. I'm going to allow myself to feel this excitement. I'm going to set up an intentional celebration rather than just letting my excitement run wild. And then I'm going to intentionally return to my peace instead of, I'm just going to go balls to the wall with my excitement and then I'm going to crash on my face into depression or self-deprecation because I'm trying to keep myself in line to stay aligned, right? I think that's what would happen is that I would then crash because my energy went too far the other way. And this is why I always say that excitement can mean you're out of alignment, okay? Because your nervous system is really, really activated when you're excited. It's really activated. And it feels awesome. So that's why we just want to like go nuts. It feels really, really good to be excited. But it takes the big girl pants, the big boy energy, the big human energy to say, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm meant for. I know what my soul is here for. And it's not getting attached to the human cycles of, oh, that does that fulfilling that desire feels really, really fucking good. And now I'm going to grab onto that and I'm just going to, I just want more. I want to get to the next thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This feels awesome. Let's do it. Right. Rather than, oh my gosh, this was an awesome celebration. Instead of moving on to the next thing, let me sit in this because I deserve it. I deserve to immerse in this celebration and really feel it at every cell of my being. With every breath, I feel it because I am meant to deeply immerse in celebration because I am that special. I am that important. I am that valuable. That is what comes from deep immersion and celebration rather than wild excitement. So let me know how this lands for you. Let me know how much sense this makes for you. I would love to hear your feedback because it's fascinating to follow our desires and the tugs of our soul. And it's just like we're taking a kid for ice cream who's so fucking excited about going to get that ice cream. And they're wildly excited. And what do we do? We help them regulate their nervous system. We help a child regulate their nervous system. I know you're really excited. It's coming. Let's do it. And then you bring them to a state of centeredness so that they're not, you know, rubbing their entire face all over the ice cream cone because they're so excited. It's the same thing. It's being able to speak to our nervous systems and to ourselves in the same way. I know you're excited. This is awesome. Let's celebrate it. Let's take this moment. Be intentional about celebrating it. And then let's have a seat. Let's take a deep breath and enjoy the sensation of this experience. Immerse into how good this tastes, how good this feels. Your human loves that. And it actually calms your human so much at the same time that it can experience the full spectrum of desire. How fucking brilliant is that? To be able to get connected to all of your senses as you're eating that ice cream cone allows you to fully experience the breath and the layers 
of that whole experience. We get to experience the whole breadth of our access to sensation and be grounded at the same time and be aligned at the same time. So you like this episode, take a screenshot, post it in your stories on Instagram or Facebook and tag me at Emerge Healing and Wellness. I'll tag you back. I'll send you a love note and let's celebrate getting this healing, fabulous info out into the world from divine intelligence who knows a hell of a lot better than humans. I love you guys and I'll see you next week on another episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.